This is an Eva Burrows College podcast. The content covered here is intended for students enrolled in Eva Burrows College courses and is part of a larger learning context. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hi, this is Jeremy from Eva Burrows College. Today I'll be talking about free-flowing assessment versus structured assessment. Now, when I was first studying, I used to believe that free-flowing assessment, meaning that it's based on the type of questions and and free-flowing dialogue or conversation, was the most person-centered and individualized way to conduct assessment. I thought that it was much more personified, so it captured more of the person's needs. I was of the belief that a structured way to assess, such as a structured tool or scripted questions and scoring, would drive me into a particular type of assessment style that wouldn't capture those individual nuances that may be present in a person, especially when looking at comorbid needs. Conducting assessment for the last 10 years, whether it's been in some of my work in mental health or drug and alcohol, I found that there can be a mix of both. And the reason I'm suggesting this is that because as a human and wanting and as an empath wanting to build a connection with someone, you can get quite a lot of assessment information through free-flowing conversation. That assessment can be a range of things, whether it's just um, their um, family dynamics. You can um, dissect whether there might be some elements of trauma through uh, past experiences that the person discusses. However, uh, structured assessment actually prevents my professional and personal bias from leaning towards particular things or elements of an assessment that I want to focus on. Now, that's a very complex way to uh, label what I'm attempting to describe. What I mean by this is that when I conduct free-flowing assessment, it may be based on my lived experience. So for example, if I'm someone who has a lived experience of mental health, but no drug and alcohol concerns, then my questions through free-flowing assessment may be really focused on mental health as opposed to drug and alcohol. Therefore, at the end of a free-flow assessment or conversational dialogue, I'm being coming out with a result and, and a weighted or biased um, assessment of someone's needs. I'm going to be asking much more questions about mental health, whereas a structured assessment prevents my bias, which is subconscious and not intentional, and prevents my lived experience from funneling questions inappropriately or to a wrong area. So that's why I feel there's a range for both. Free-flowing assessment allows me to capture all that information in a nice, em- uh, empathic and, and conversationalist sort of way where you, we're also building rapport because face it, assessment is typically done around the commencement of a professional relationship with a client. Um, so that's why I like free-flowing. But then out of that initial conversation, structured assessment is paramount. It allows our deficits as workers to be addressed in the assessment phase. It allows us to determine referrals. It can also obtain metrics and scoring dependent on the assessment tool that you're using. And that scoring can influence funding or additional supports or even eligibility criteria. So if you're ever wondering what type of assessment are you going to do, I think my advice is you should be doing both free-flowing assessment to build that rapport, obtain that information, and structured assessment to prevent our subconscious bias, to prevent us leaning towards a particular issue or concern, but also to get those metrics and get that assessment that can only support the person. Just remember when doing assessment, of course, we need consent, and we also need to explain to the person the purpose of the assessment and who it would be shared with. But that's covered in the course content. Thanks so much for listening.